Blog Talk Radio. Your co-host, and we are excited 
about tonight's show, and I hope you are too. Tonight we've got a great show. We're going to talk about news. Of course, we're going to talk about um, tonight's topic, which is social social tongue tie, social media etiquette for uh, personal use as well as for business owners. And then, of course, we got the Scoop Nation hot topic, and we've got um, the best in independent artist music. So I want you all to go ahead and uh, relax, call your friends, family, let them know it's time for us to get into this show. Again, if you've got any questions or any comments, um, uh, then give us a call at 929-477-2304. Again, that's 929-477-2304. Press the number one, and we will... Um, get you your question or your comment. All right, before we get started, let me say what's up to my people, and then we're going to get into it. So first, let me say what's up to Miss Kelly Johnson of Curvy Kitten Clothing. Curvy Kitten. What's up, Kel? Hello. You doing all right, Kel? Kel sounds like she's babysitting or something. All right, well, we'll come. I don't know what she, what she got going on. She sounds like she having technical difficulties over there. All right, so what's going on, Miss Q Willis? Uh, by hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, that baby, actually, I have to claim that baby. That is uh, that one of the little baby? ones here. In, yeah, that's one of the little ones here in my space. I'm finishing uh, my situation, so I, I will be muting myself regularly until I'm finished doing what I'm doing. But I am happy to be here on this fine evening with you people. Ready for this topic, you know, this is one of my faves. So yeah, I'm I'm here for it this evening. All right, all right. And then of course what's going on, Cuzzo of I gotta get the same. What's 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 your business name on the Up and Added Travel. We specialize in making sure that you get there at a very low rate. So take your time to travel your fingers and your thumbs on over to Up and Added Travel Locity dot com. So yeah, that's me. <clears throat> That's what's up. All right, all right. So I hope y'all are ready. Kelly, you 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 ready there? Are you good? I guess I don't know what's going to go. I'm she good. Got, got, all right, you, you having technical difficulties? Can difficulty y'all not hear me? There? We we couldn't hear you before. Oh, <laughs> I've been talking. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just did the song and everything. I'm like, all right, guess she don't want to talk to you. Yeah, I'm like, no. I've been here. I've been here. Oh, cool. <laughs> all right, well, we're gonna go ahead and get into this show real quick. Um, and again, if you're listening by, if you're listening online, um, or by phone, and got a question or a comment, remember the call in number is nine two nine four seven seven two three zero four. We want to hear from you. Um, so don't hesitate to call um, and let us know. Again, if you have a question or comment, call that number and press number one. So, all right, let's go ahead and get into the news, Cuzzo. You got it. It's baseball season. So, yeah, there was a basketball game yesterday. And uh, <laughs> it's caused quite a, a quite a stir online. There's a, diff- a, a bunch of different array of thoughts. And, you know, uh, uh, it's just a good old coin flip. And I've enjoyed myself during it. Uh I still hold my stance as a Bulls fan, so I really don't care who won, who was going to do what, and it really doesn't shake my mountain or tree at all, so I don't care. But um, uh, Golden State beat the LeBrons yesterday to win the second ring. So, um, Kevin Durant got his first ring in MVP. 
And Draymond actually stayed in the game. He didn't get ejected. So everything <laughs> was merry and well in uh, Yadada land yesterday. So Yadada to the Bay. Uh, what do you guys think about the game? We're, before we get into the political aspects of it and the, and the you know, <laughs> what do y'all think of the game itself? I let the ladies go first uh, on that one. Um, I thought. Well, the whole series, to me, I feel like the last few games, there was a, a lot of fouls. seemed like the refs were doing a little bit extra, all the ticks and, and all of that. So, um, you know, I'm glad that we got to see a little bit of a battle, you know, a couple of games. But I know the the playoffs just seemed – where the finals seemed a little, a little slow at times and – I thought it was some referee interference, but, you know, I was going for Golden State, so I'm good. Well, I was going for K. I'm a Kevin Durant fan, so uh, that's who I was rooting for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I, I did watch some of the game last night, and it it was it was a good game. I liked that they did not just. I liked I liked the game. It was competitive the whole way. I think that there was some silliness that happened in that first half when they uh, the Cavs lost their lead, but you know, they they didn't they fought from then going forward. But it was a game like any of the other games. I'm glad they finally picked it up. It was boring at the beginning, um, but I'm glad that they they figured out some way to add some entertainment to it. But overall, it was a good. It was an athletic game. Lots of after that. Uh, lots of acrobatics and gymnastics went on in that game. It was a couple times that uh, there was some assists in some different ways than just making baskets. So uh, it was definitely entertaining to watch as far as, as far as athleticism is concerned. But yeah, that's about all I got on that one. Oh yeah, the fight. I forgot about the fight. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, we got our reality TV in there. Kiss them oh, in the mouth yeah. and all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what the man, I mean, I lock up like that. <laughs> so for real, for real. That was a bit much. Yeah, it was. They were face to face, nose to nose. Yeah. <laughs> that was intense on the cheek in there. Cheek to cheek, it's different. A whole new meaning to less man. A whole new meaning. What? Yeah, y'all go them, ahead. Them Are you sad and like that? Uh, I mean, I agree. They met in the middle. They definitely met in the middle. And uh, uh, yeah. J.R. Smith running from the back. Man, I could have fought him. If you don't yeah, get Joe. He just wanted to be in the middle. What was, you yeah. just wanted to be the seen. from the back to get a push in. Get your yeah. They should have checked him just for being late. Like, bro, move around. You get a check he just for showing up. Hennessy, that's what happened. <laughs> he heard him say Hennessy. That's what happened. See? Hennessy? <laughs> Who said Hennessy? Hennessy. <laughs> Keep coming with some real flies. See, now I'm going to have that song hey, in my head. I've not heard right. that. I've not had it in years. And here you go with that one. Here you go. <laughs> but now, well, yeah, no, because I'll come on with it. Good. I mean, decent series. Uh, I was, you know, 
I'm I'm a Bulls fan, so I really did. I'm a Bulls, you know, I'm Bulls, and I had my only the only reason I wanted Golden State to win is because I am sick and tired of everybody trying to say that LeBron is better than MJ. So for that reason only, I wanted Golden State to win. Um, <laughs> that was it because I, I even if they had him won. I still don't. I still you couldn't convince me that he is better than uh, Mike. But um, him not winning to me solidifies that. Point. So that's the only. I good like I said. Good see. Good series. Thought it was cool. Um, I thought that you know it was so. I really thought that that the one thing I take away from from Golden State was. Um, they played some of the most unselfish basketball I've seen in a long time. Specifically, um, Clay Clay Thompson. I mean, he's literally over the past two years taken a step back offensively, so his team could you know could win because you know so he could be the primary one of the primary defenders. So you know, I mean, he he's definitely you know uh, showed up huge. I thought for Cleveland. I think it proved. I, I I still keep asking where where happened to Kevin Love. Like I mean, dude, just you know, again before he was he was a literally the best power forward in the game until he came. He got to Cleveland, and all of a sudden, you know, he just. I mean, you would never see him in in, in Minnesota have a game where he doesn't score his first, first bucket to the third quarter. He was a twenty twenty mm. guy every night. Twenty points, twenty rebounds was normal for him. And all of a sudden now he's three points on four, you know, four of twenty shooting for, you know, with thirteen rebounds. Like when did he when he start doing that? So I don't know. Kyrie balled, you know, except for like the first two games, Kyrie showed up. But I mean, good series. It's a good series. The league is just be truthfully to me, the league is just not what it used to be. Not as strong. So. It's just not as strong. True. True. It's super Mitchy now. Yeah, but you know, I, it is. But I mean, the stars. Are the bad part is moving into the politics of it. We got grown folks that's accepting it now. This <laughs> is the thing that gets me. How in our adult lives are we okay with telling folks it's okay to just go ahead and join them if you can't beat them? Stop saying it's okay for what Kevin Durant did and stop comparing it to relationships and all that other stuff. This is sports. And there's a competitive nature in sports that he violated, that LeBron violated, that those Celtics violated when uh, when, when uh, uh, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and, and, and uh, Jesus Shuttlesworth got together. Man, look, when superstars start calling each other to play on the same team and stack the odds, you bogus. And that's just what it is. You bogus. All this, you, he went to a better situation. That's not what it was. He was already in a good situation. He was top three in the West, and they had the rights to having one of the most rocking houses in the NBA. There are a lot of things that change because he's not there anymore. And not saying, like I said, I'm an Oklahoma City fan, but while people playing it all nonchalant and cool, one star leave, another one follow the trend, and guess what happens? The team follows the trend. So while y'all chilling and thinking it's all right, and he did what he had to do for himself, wait till that team do what they had to do for themselves, and then Oklahoma City is teamless. How about that? 
that's not even there. But my my opinion about that is again, I've I said I've said it. I don't necessarily agree that that was from a competitive standpoint that what he did was was the best. I understand why he did it because you know because of exactly your point. The team is going to do what the team has to do for itself, regardless of a player. So if that meant in the, in this instance, <clears throat> not playing paying a luxury tax to keep four superstars or three superstars and one really good player, um, you know, in James Harden, Serge Ibaka, Kevin Durant, and um, and Russell Westbrook. So if they wouldn't pay pay, pay that luxury tax, then they're going to do what they got to do. Here, the flip side of that is, with the exception of um, San Antonio, with the exception of San Antonio, there really was no other team that he could go to that would almost guarantee that they make it to the finals. And if his objective was to make it to the finals and get a ring, it was either San Antonio or Golden State. Again, I ain't so saying let me ask the question. Days. So, was his did he did he have a timeline, a specific timeline on himself, or like was there a specific time goal that he was trying to reach for his ring, or was it that he just did not feel a ring was going to happen with the Thunder? Does anybody I can't know? Call Has that. he given That's an opportunity? That he would genuinely have to say for himself. Because I wonder if that has something to do with it. You, y'all know I, I I am a Thunder yeah. fan, but as far as the whole the investment that so many others have made in this whole back and forth. I just, I don't personally have a dog in that fight like that. Um, I do yeah. see Rashad's point as far as what it would mm-hmm. do, um, has the potential to do as far as the city is concerned and what it does having the team has done for us as a city. So I, I can definitely I see that point. Um, <clears throat> but I wonder again, from, from his perspective, because we know he's been a lot of time, even with us, he was injured. So I'm wondering if he knows, you know, some information that we might not, and it might not be any of our business, but he could have a limited time frame in the NBA. I'm just thinking that could possibly be what it is. He might not, he might know he might not have a 10 or 12 year opportunity to to wait to, to attain that goal. So maybe that was the fastest way to get where he was going within a personal situation he has going on. I don't know. I'm just speculating, trying to think outside yeah, of what but- it could have been because, you know, what was, what, what, was that, that, what he was was that man wanted a ring. I don't understand yeah, yeah. how people yeah. people go on Shark Tank. People be out here stripping in the club for money. We do what we got to do to get what we want every single day. Just because these people yeah. make millions, they still human just like us. If somebody come up to me and say, Kelly, you got to move to California tomorrow, we going to give you $2 million for Kirby Kitten. You think I'm even, I ain't even packing I'm out of here. Yep. Yep. I'm leaving right then. Everybody goes, oh, she <laughs> left Oklahoma City. We, we, bought, we bought her stuff. But, okay, <laughs> thank you. And I will bless yeah. y'all when, yeah. I, when I get When I come on up. <laughs> but I can't yeah. worry about what Oklahoma, Oklahoma City thinks about Kirby Kitten if I get that opportunity. That's just, that's, yeah, to me, that's just, that's just ridiculous for people to even get that mad. I mean, they burn it, was burning jerseys and everything. People in, yeah, in the NBA doing have been doing that since I, because I can remember when I started following sports, the only people that didn't lead a team was Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say I think I get I get from a competitive <laughs> standpoint why people didn't like the move. 
Um, now, mm-hmm. Q, I'm gonna answer, to answer your initial question, I'm gonna say I don't think that there was. He, he's never he's never publicly set a time frame, but just again, this is just me looking from from again for, as a from a business move. From a business move, if I'm Kevin Durant, I say, okay, I know in a couple of years, again, I'm gonna take a two year contract. I'm gonna take a short contract because, like we talked about the last week, I'm gonna have to re up again so I can get the big contract. So. I know I'm going to do that. I'm going to take a short contract. In two years, can the Thunder give me the team to win a ring against against LeBron? Or do I have a better shot? Because now think about it. He's And on his team at this moment, he has Westbrook. He has – that's it. That's it. That's it because they just <laughs> got rid of a boxer, so you could have kept him on that roster. I mean, from what they had they last got, year, if you just made him that, right? Even if you did, right? To your he point, ain't even a factor. If they and you got a rookie coach, you got a rookie head coach who we just finished our first season with him, and it was uh it was all right. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, basically so the same like, guy. Yeah. So now all of a sudden, I got two years to possibly again get to the NBA finals and nothing again. So uh-huh. I, I get yeah, so I get him saying again, because he's got to beat LeBron, period. I gotta be okay, to so LeBron. This is where my disagreements come in. And who he is, he has the same amount of star power that LeBron has in Cleveland here. He could have walked in that office and said, You're going to put some players around me and Russ. No way. He could have had no that. No way. Yes, he can. No way. He could have walked in there and said that because of. In that organization, talk to, talk to the media when he wants. What are you talking about? They govern in Oklahoma City. Yeah, I don't believe that because Russ said what he wants. He could talk so, to in the media. No, I'm telling you. Russ says who he wants and what he wants in the media. can't do it. They'll tell you that. By whose rules? What'd you say? By whose rules? The Thunder? They said that you have if you play for the Thunder, for the Thunder, that they determine the management of the organization determines when they can talk to the media. They also, if that were the case, let me say this, if that were the case, most organizations before they even hire a coach go and consult with that star player. They did not consult Billy Donaldson before uh, Kevin Durant before they signed Billy Donaldson. He don't have it like that in Oklahoma City. Well, Russell Show got consulted. Not over Billy Donaldson, he didn't. They both neither. I don't Russell know about consulted. it. You got to tell the they Brody everything consulted. now. Now, mm-hmm. that's who I do stand for. I ain't a Thunder fan, but I stand for the Brody. I like the Brody. Who's the Brody? Who's you talking about Westbrook? He's called Brody. He calls him Brody, and I call him Rusty. <laughs> I like I the like Russell, I like Russell Westbrook too. I mean, I'm always cheer for the home team, but but my thing yeah, is, do you, do you think do you think Kevin would he, you think Kevin Durant will even come back? No, no. For what? After the way they treat him, 
Yeah, I would say as far away from here as I possibly could. Only game days yeah. would I even be in here. But if I wouldn't come back. LeBron went back, he would have came back. Well, LeBron was from there. If that was the case, Kevin Durant going to Washington. <laughs> okay, I mean, like, it, that's another thing. He's not even. He doesn't have like real roots here. So no, all no, that Kevin we were, you know, Oklahoma, nothing. Yeah, LeBron James was at least from Cleveland. That's why they were upset. Like they had watched now, him play I high school ball. Jared Kevin Durant was transplanted here. <laughs> but I'm saying the, you can't. But my thing is, you can't even woo him back now. You he might have. Mm-hmm. He he was starting to get the roots. Well, uh, he's yeah. going right now. Nah, I'm blaming. I mean, if <laughs> he don't want him back, well, I'm gonna say that's the other thing. He say that. Man, nah, he hurt his feelings. Look, he did. One they thing, one thing for sure. They say they good. Westbrook nah. is built the way we talking about. He's built. Nah, that they way. say he's he, good. They, they talking about they good now, so he'll be alright. Yeah, but I bet you don't want him back. He I might bet you the nature that Russell Westbrook has that Durant doesn't. He'll be gone. I guarantee you, Russell, Russell Westbrook on the ring too. Hold on, we got to. I can him. guarantee you, he does. But if Russell Westbrook leaves, he'll go somewhere in California, and it won't be somebody that's already on top. He's gonna go somewhere where they're going to allow him to still be Westbrook, and he'd rather retire like Barkley than you know go stack his odds. I mean, from a competitive standpoint, I'm agree with you. From a contractual standpoint, I don't because, as you as you know, not Oklahoma City is going. If if that's the case, Oklahoma City now is the place where he can make the most money. So either he stays, or he, he's the richest you know, in the NBA. Yeah. So hold on one second. We got. I take gotta call that. Him. I'm sorry. <laughs> we got a caller. Caller. We have a caller. You are, you are on the air. What is your? Hold on. Sorry. Okay. What's your question or comment? Why you hung up? They hung up. All right. I guess we don't have a call. They hung up. They don't want to talk to us. If I'm Russ, I'm staying in Oklahoma. I know folks be, what's to do in Oklahoma? Nothing but sit on his millions. Lots of them, too. And he can fly wherever he wants in all the offseason because he's the highest paid player in the NBA. I'm staying. Not with that. Not with that. Team. I'm staying. I'm staying. I just hope. I just hope Russell. I hope Russell don't ever leave because if he leave Oklahoma City, they they gonna mess around it and uh, we gonna take it to a um, island. We gonna be the only ones in this mud because look, they gonna ride a triple. <laughs> that man averaged a triple double and they could not make it out of the first round of the playoffs. He cannot do that. Who is he passing to? They gotta get. I know. What I'm saying the only way he's staying is they gotta get some help. They gotta get that man some help. Some serious help. You got. I mean, uh, not to ride them boys because they wasn't there. But the biggest mistake that they made in their whole thing from the beginning to the end was putting faith in Serge Ibaka. They had a three-headed monster. They chose to give their three-headed monster money to Serge when they should have gave it to thirteen. They'd have gave that money to Harden. They'd have kept KD. And then Katie and Harden and, and, and Russ would grew up together. And then you would have had a yeah. very nice yeah. three. That's true. Mm-hmm. But they but believed you, in the But what you're not going to do is disrespect the box at all. That's what you're not going to do. He is trash. <laughs> here's, the, here's, the, here's the problem. We've been training three times already. What, what are we talking here's about my, him for? Where does he play now? Here's my, Toronto. Here's He's my, pretty. My That's what See? that is. Right. You're not going to sit here. I'm a cat. I'm like, hold on now. Yeah, you're not going to sit here. <laughs> here's my, here's, 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 here
Here's my issue with that argument. My only issue is James Harden left Oklahoma City for less, for for a little bit of no money. So the differences in that contract was, I mean, was not much. And so for him to leave, they did they didn't give that money to Ibaka because Ibaka wasn't making max. He didn't give have a max contract at that time. Ibaka got like if you remember Ibaka had like he was getting like a little over ten million, whereas Harden was making was going to make double that. So it wasn't the money that they gave Ibaka; it was the fact that yeah, it was his ego and the fact that he didn't want to be coming off the bench. He wanted somewhere to start because, like he said, I th- he thought he was the MVP candidate, which. I mean, he's proven that, you know, he's in the running now. So, I can't be mad at him. Harden. Yeah, James Harden's been an MVP candidate the last two years. He's been in the running. Yeah, you don't start Sabo Stefalasho over James Harden. You just don't do it. Sorry. I mean, I don't like James Harden as a defensive player either, but I'm not going to start Sabo Stefalasho over him. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, yeah. let's go ahead. We gotta keep. What's next? What's next? Uh, they hit all the time. They hit all the All right, so we got um, uh, 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 what in the world? Oh, okay. I'm looking at what what's going on by my by my stuff around here. All right, so we got man. No, we not got that. We got lit coming up first, and we'll be back after this, and then we get into our topic. Uh, we ain't here to play them games We just a bunch of sinners that been delivered in Jesus Christ's name And then we start to aim For them lost souls, let's claim See it's a wide road to them flames And that truth coming, it's not sugar-coated Them haters gonna hate to get rejected at the gate If you not lit for my Lord, you can skate We rolling with a bunch of sinners trying to break them chains Let me make this plain, TLC the name Winning souls the game Breaking down strongholds, turn them to a TP. Jesus never failed me, so I love them deeply. Nothing you can say to me, man, I've been set free. I don't think they hear me. With a beast in the streets, then he saved me. With his grace and mercy, yes. Man didn't give it, and man can't take it away. We still live for the Lord, let me tell you. Staying strong on his word, cause he's coming soon to take us away. We still live for the Lord, let me tell you. Labor for the Lord, he won't lead us astray. We feel this for the Lord, let me tell ya. Satan out here tripping, he don't wanna hear what we say. We feel this for the Lord, let me tell ya. Yeah. So dear Father, I repent for them sins that I'm committing. Please don't close them curtains. Give me time, I'm hurting. I'm trying to spread the gospel, but they keep on reverting. Back to this day, stop judging, no one's perfect. I'm getting weary of this nonsense. I would love to quit. People don't want deliverance. See, they just wanna sit. They don't want a full course meal. I'm about to flip, Motorola it, yeah I hate sin with a passion and I admit it And if I get caught in it, tell us where I'm headed There's no excuses from the street to the pulpit I'ma stay lit for my Lord straightway go Eat the word in the morning like a baker They could call me psycho, all in my cerebral Christ on that high throne, me I rode solo All up in that jungle, gotta spread that gospel Man didn't give it and man can't take it away Still this for the Lord, let me tell you. Stay strong on this word.
word cause he's coming soon to take us away We still live for the Lord, let me tell you Labor for the Lord, he won't lead us astray We still live for the Lord, let me tell you Satan out here tripping, he don't wanna hear what we say We still live for the Lord, let me tell you Man didn't give it, and man can't take it away We still live for the Lord, let me tell you Staying strong on his word cause he's coming soon to take us away We still live for the Lord, let me tell you Labor for the Lord, he won't lead us astray We still live for the Lord, let me tell you Satan out here tripping, he don't wanna hear what we say We still live for the Lord, let me tell you And we are back with our topic for the night, and it is um, Facebook etiquette, or basically we want to cover, we can use these tips for all social social media. So um, I'm just going to share some 10, some, uh, some, the 10 do's and don'ts for um, Facebook. And then we'll talk about it. So there's five do's and five don'ts. The first one, oh, I'm sorry. And this segment is brought to you by Curvy Kitten Clothing, where self-reflection is perfection. We are a company serving women of all sizes that want to show off their curves. So the first do for social media is, number one, message private matters instead of posting on wall. Um, as much as we want to be an exhibitionist and uh, want to share secrets, um, it shouldn't be blasted all over our wall. We want to keep the best conversations um, going for that's positive or, you know, sharing some, shedding some light on some things or something like that. But we don't want to keep our personal build business um, on walls or personal matters. Number two, be mindful of what you post. So some of us have thousands of friends. Um, you may have coworkers, parents, church family, all these different people that are your friends um, and that may see anything you post at any time. And so you have to be mindful of some of the things that you post. Um, one example that they gave was, you know, say you see an article about, um, how big business scams, you know, people out of money based on their marketing tips. Well, what if your one of your good friends works in marketing? They may automatically take offense to that or think you're targeting them, and it's just unnecessary drama. So be mindful of, of what you post, especially uh, when you're thinking about your followers. Number three, um, Another one about personal news, you know, you should call someone instead of posting personal news on Facebook. I know we've become so intertwined with our social media that, you know, we'll tag people and say, okay, I want to, you know, make this announcement. And um, it just should be something that should be, you know, told over the phone, whether it's, you know, a wedding invite or a funeral. Um, Again, we've gotten away from this, but. And I think something should be kept private, and, and it's just, you know, we should still keep that human aspect of ourselves. Number four, reply to comments, especially if they're questions. Um, I think most people do pretty good at this, especially if you're using social media for business or, you know, for um, 
messages that you want to get out, you should always try to answer people that are posting on your, that are replying to your comments or that are commenting on your posts. Um, let's see. Number five, avoid posting comments on every post. That that kind of contradicts yourself, but I think I understand what they're saying. Uh, if someone's directly speaking to you, you shouldn't ignore them, but at the same time, don't turn into a spam where, you know, you just keep commenting on a post and taking over that post. Or, um, you know, we've seen some people who have businesses and they kind of want to put their com- commercials or ads or, you know, products on a post to take over the post. So I think that's more of the etiquette that they're talking about. Um, and then as an added bonus, be careful of your tone. We know don't type in all caps. Um do we know? Do we know that? I don't think some people know that. <laughs> some people think so. <laughs> Just and saying. I don't, I don't, let's say that, that again for the people in the back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think people think it's cute or they think they're being different, but we all have learned, especially those of us that grew up with the internet, it started like when we were in high school. So in chat room, that's chat room etiquette. Yeah. So we know, you do know that means yelling. Everybody knows that means yelling. So whether you're trying to be cute or something, if you're not trying to make a point, why would you type an outcast when you know that means yelling? And don't um, get mad when people tell you stop yelling because you're yelling. Right. We don't care how cool you're trying to be. Like, no. <laughs> you don't get to change that rule. That one's been there for a long, long time. <laughs> you're still yelling. Right. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I've heard people, and it was so funny because I've seen people post about this next thing, and um when talking about tone, it actually, the tip is, that's one of the do's, is you should use emojis to help mm-hmm. um, what, to help what your tone should be. And the, um, I, I've seen people post about saying grown people shouldn't use emojis or why do you have to use emojis every time you talk? Okay, why not? What are they there for? What are we saving our emojis for? I mean, they're cute, they're fun. <laughs> saving them for? No. You know, you have to be dead on the inside to be mad at an emoji. Like, there's no way you can be mad <laughs> at an emoji. They're bright. They brighten up your status. And, again, they're going to help with tone. So I thought that was neat. <laughs> so we have yeah. five don'ts. So you guys can jump in at any time. So we're going to go ahead and talk about the don'ts. One says make friend requests to strangers. I think that's become evident. There's been so much spam. Don't have... Don't post an ad or something. You're going to get about 3,000 spam requests um, from uh, free requests from no pictures or from these uh, naked women. Like, really? <laughs> if y'all falling for the naked women friend requests, they're not real. Log off. <laughs> <laughs> and change your password now. <laughs> Number two. Um, change your password, change amen. Your, right. <laughs> Um, and then okay a don't and I know we probably think this is funny Uh, this is probably one of the things I probably will have a pet peeve about but don't tag your friends in unflattering shots unflattering pictures y'all know I have a superstition about pictures so this is a don't that's kind of dear to me is I feel like if you take a picture of me and I'm looking real messed up that's your true feelings about me that's how you see me so don't tag me in no, 
popping up on folks' page, just looking and looking and peeking to see what you want to see, and then you find out you see something you didn't want to see, and now you all <laughs> mad inside yourself, and that person has no idea that you feel this kind of way or felt that kind of way, or you mad, period, about anything, and you taking it out on them. Don't go lurking, causing unnecessary arguments that nobody even expected or knew was coming. Clear it up. Saves your headache. Um, what I had is one that I kind of adapted through business, too. I, I saw um, this one in one of the business groups that I'm in. You know, you can playability is good, being vulnerable, especially in business, is good for your engagement for your audience. But they said that your tragedy or even your um, ups and da- your downs, you know how we always say don't post your emotional breakdowns and things like that online, um, you can still share those experiences with your friends or followers or whatever it is, that you, whoever it is that you're speaking to, but the perspective that you take on it can be totally different. Um, I remember specifically it said do not post in the moment. Wait until you've gone through the thing that you've gone through, you've processed it, found something to grow from, learn from, something positive that you've been able to take away from that situation before you share it with your followers. So, therefore, you don't come off as a victim and you get the sympathy. Instead, you come out as a survivor. You were able to, you know, grow through the thing, and now you're a role model as opposed to being someone that everybody is taking collection and praying for. I thought that was really clutch because you want to, you know, you want to share what you're going through because, you know, then you get the people to say, they're not human. We don't know you and all of that. So you can still share who you are and the experiences that you go through as a regular person, but do it from a perspective of I'm still here as opposed to I don't know if I'm going to make it. So that one was one that I think you can transfer, whether it be business or personal. I think we could definitely use it in the personal sense because, yeah. Just we could use it. <laughs> I don't really need a because for that. Like it, it could definitely be useful. But I thought that's a good tip as opposed to um, uh, to not sharing at all. Just think about when you share and what you, you know, how you're going, the perspective you're going to give to the people when you when you do share your thing. Mm-hmm. Man, what you got? You quiet over there. Right. I like what you got with. Uh, I mean, I mean, I would say first of all, from business or or personal, post to your target market. So, if you're if you're if you know that you're a business person, don't you know? Not even if you own your own company, but if you are in corporate America, you know that getting on your Facebook page ranting your open Facebook page, ranting about how you hate people at work is not, you know what I mean? That's just not bright, um, you know, because they're looking at it. Or even if you own your own business, you know, like you, like, like you always say, you know, complaining about customers or stuff like that. Just I think we, you got to always think, who is my target market? What do they want to hear and what do they not want to hear? Because whether you know it, whether we know it or not, our social media is now just as much of our resume as our actual resume. It is. So, and that's for everybody. So even for me, sometimes I have to be careful because I know you know I sometimes I, I told that line, but I know my good church people watch. 
<laughs> and they be oh, Pastor Burns ain't Miss Burns ain't so you know it's like you know so so you have to you have to understand that that's a part of your resume, whether again whether we like it or not, that is people's you know perception. And I'm not one that says you know you should only do things for what you know you know only care about what people say. But at the same time, if you these these people are going to be making certain um, decisions about you, whether they're your customer, whether they're your employer. Uh, even whether they're your family member, because you also have to remember you represent more than just yourself. So, you know, right? I, I'm looking at your girl like that's the kind of dude you like. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking at your at you at you know dude at your girl like you know I'm looking at you you know like that's the kind of girl you like. Okay, I know how she talks to you at home. <laughs> yeah, right. And I also think for you know when you when you start adding people or if you know you there's a certain persona or something that you want to have on Facebook, um you Winford, you mentioned open pages. You know, if you gotta have two pages where you need a page where you can be at home and comfortable, create a separate page and then only have friends, you know, only cert accept a certain amount of people for friends on, on in that space. But when I know for myself, I took a conscious effort when I went through cleaning up my list you know, as part of training, you know, as a businesswoman, but also I started letting people in from, you know, like my parents got on Facebook, so I couldn't just not accept them, you know, uh, their church members on it. I had to make a conscious effort of making subcategories, and I still made an effort of what I post because I'm not, I don't care who say what about Kels, I'm not going I'm not gonna embarrass Elder and Sister Johnson. That's just Amen. not gonna happen. Yep. So, <laughs> I totally you feel know, you on I that. Might, yeah. I might, I might on that line a little bit, but I, I'm a, I'm a, you know, in my best power, try not to embarrass my family. So, you know, you just have to make a conscious effort. There's some things I want to say that I start typing that, like that. What's that text app? Where you type and then you mm-hmm. delete stuff like texting, yes, texting stuff, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is so me. I yep. mean, so that's like me on a daily, and I just I have to do that. And then I, you know, then you wander off into a different area that you want to try to, you know, try to conquer. So, you know, I wanted to get into teaching. You know, just there's just you know you got to make sacrifices. So I can't be on here just posting everything I think is funny. Yeah. And uh, can I speak to that because when you you made a comment where you said that I don't care what anybody really has to say about what I post, I'm not going to embarrass you know your mom and dad. I mm-hmm. I think people fuse authenticity with popularity. If yeah. Kels doesn't embarrass her parents in her day to day life, if Kels don't talk crazy in front of her parents in her day to day life, why would she? Because all of these other random people that she may or may not know in real life that may or may not know her true character, why would she post just because the majority of the rest of people are posting because it makes you feel better? Now she's more real or more authentic because she posted what everybody else is posting. Or is or is said person being more authentic and true and comfortable at, with themselves by saying, I don't want the world to know that. I, this is an inside thing. I'll save this for X, Y, Z people. Like, to me, I think we have become in a place where you're not real if you're not doing what everybody else is doing. And that is totally the opposite of what 
being real is, right? you know, and, and we, we've, we've kind of bullied people into posting and sharing and participating in conversations that they normally wouldn't, you know what I mean? They just wouldn't, but because everybody else is, people feel pumped into having these heated, emotional, you know, controversial debates and conversations where at the end of the day, there's no real change being made, but you've affected the, the how people perceive you and if and like you said if you're in business that can ho- totally change the game over something we won't talk about three days from now you know what I'm saying so you have to really think about even your friends list as you're thinking about what well, this person ain't said this or they're not even speaking mm-hmm. on that you have to think about the why you know and who these people are trying to reach and who they affect when they speak everybody has a different following and my following isn't the Kirby Kitten following and the Kirby Kitten mm-hmm. following isn't you know, to rent a big man following. So our pages won't be identical. That's what makes them unique pages, you know? Right. <laughs> so I think we, we really got to kind of reframe how we're looking at individuality and what's real. Because to me, that is what's real. I don't want to see everybody talking about KD. Like, who all wanted to log off? Show of hands. Who all wanted to log off today because they were tired of talking about the situation? Like, but if right. you didn't feel right. like you were a real fan, if you didn't say something about it, like, we need to, you know, so I'm glad that you said that because there is something to be said for following who you are on the inside. So I'm glad you mentioned your mm-hmm. parents and, you know, who's following you, how that matters to what you post. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Okay. <laughs> this, this might be kind of off topic, but do y'all, I have never looked at the number of people who follow me. Do y'all look at, did y'all look at that? I've never looked at it till today. You know what? I looked at it recently because, you know, because I have, um, my public figure page and my and my uh, personal page. So I looked at it mm-hmm. recently because you know I'm like, you know I know I knew at one point once you got to it was like five five thousand people that made you switch or something over. So I was looking I'm like, am I close to five thousand? And so I like went and looked at that. Um, but then it, but it, it actually when I saw it it made me mad uh, because because and here's why because of course my ROI stuff went up. So I went and I looked at my page. <laughs> I think I have like four thousand nine hundred some odd friends, but I'm looking on certain comments. I'm like, I got like twelve people, you know. I might have a hundred people comment, you know, or something like that. Or, but shoot, a hundred and it, to four thousand nine hundred compared to I go to my father's page, who I'm making fun of about his page. I'm like, dude, got 126 friends and probably like a hundred of them are mine. Um, but, but he they posts something. Them. And he posts something to his 126 friends, and 50 of them comment. I'm like, that's right. Hmm. Uh-huh. So yeah, so I look, but it just kind of now it's kind of a weird. It's kind of it just kind of made me think. Listen, am I doing a really does it doing a good job of really meeting the needs of these people to the point where they want to comment? Because again, our goal as business owners as and as individuals is to get people to engage whatever we're doing. So if they're not engaging, if there's a certain percentage of them not engaging, we've got to relook at that and say, okay, am I doing something wrong? So, yeah, to ask your question. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was shocked at my number because I didn't realize. But, hey, it's, it's good to keep tracking that because that just made me even more. Um, 602. Oh, wow. Oh, that's it? So you need to be reaching out to those folks and inviting them on over to the Curvy Kitten side of things, because I bet you they yeah. are friend requests that are sitting in limbo waiting on you to accept them, because I think that's where they initially come from. 
until you're pending people, kind of chill. They have the option to chill as a follower until you go ahead and accept them. You only have 600 people, really? Following and following, but you know, my, but I only have, I have maybe 1,400 friends. Okay. But yeah, I, I you made I me go look at mine I, now. <laughs> like I don't leave, I don't leave. I pretty, I pretty much don't leave people in link, uh, in limbo. Like I'm, I delete or I accept. <laughs> but I, oh, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't accept this as much as I used to because I just sometimes like you know I've had a couple of instances. I have sixteen hundred friends. I have a couple of instances where people have posted stuff like either on my wall or even the the curvy kitten page that. <laughs> you know, it was just raunchy or something like that. So I had to stop kind of, I try to find some kind of connection. Like, let me look and see if they, you know, they're yeah. part of fashion or community service, you know, something. And so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's good or not, the following versus the friends. <laughs> and yeah. if you delete, if you delete them from your request, they still have the option to follow you. So that could also oh, okay. be it. Once you delete them, they can well, still be chilling. And when you post, them. when you post um, public posts, those people will still get to see your public posts. That's basically what following allows you. Anytime yeah. you post something for the general public to see, the people who follow you get to see those things. So if you are, you know, you lock your page down and you do friends only, or you are real specific yeah. about <laughs> who sees what post, those people get to see the public posts. Okay. Regardless yeah, of like the land of nod or not. <laughs> So yeah. let me, you know, Rashad asked a really good question, by the way. He said his question, so Rashad, when you go to your page, if you click the more, uh, and if you click that more button, it, it's a drop down, it'll, well, it, that's where it tells you, right? Yeah, that's no, where you can find it, but it you, That tells you who you're following. I'm sorry, but he's asking how do you find out who's following oh, you. Oh, who's following you? Um, I just clicked on the follow by, and it, it has a list of followers. Yep. So when you click your little menu and click your name where it says view your profile, you get to see it like other people see it, aside from the edit options. But you're seeing it like yeah. someone else would see it. So you get to see at the bottom of mine where it says, like, where you're from and all of that, it'll show, like, followed by however many people. Right. And it, and if you yeah. click on the follow by, it shows who's all following you. So, yeah, now that Wait, I'm looking at it, it is a, a lot of people. If you – on your – when you listen, if you just look at your where it says view profile, you look at your view profile. How someone would see your page if they click on your name, right underneath where it has like where you can post, and then it has like your about section. Mm-hmm. It'll say fo- followed by, and then the number of people. And then when you click on that followed by, it shows you all the followers. Yep, individually. Hmm. Well, all right. That's pretty neat. They nice. Get familiar with your Facebook. Get familiar with your Facebook. Right. <laughs> How many followers you got, Q? How many followers? Uh, 275. 275. Now, you, you went ahead and deleted a bunch of people, though, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did. And I get, I get random requests via my husband whenever we click. He's a music producer. So I have, I have limbo folks because I do refer – I send folks right back to where they came from when it comes to that. I, I'm real, you know, 
my son is on my page, so I can't have naked women photo covers and all that stuff scrolling through my page because, you know, I love the music industry, but they tag you and 98 other people with all kinds of random stuff and my son and their friends and, my, you know, no. And if yeah. I'm not involved, I don't want to be tagged. <laughs> so, you know, I am very, uh, I, I, I do have people chilling. I don't accept everybody like that. But I have, um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of doing what, like, Lakeitha has done. I back to my roots, buddy. Um, she, like what Kels mentioned earlier, she created like a second page because my main page, people associate you with your business all the time. You know, no matter what, you meet people out or other people talk about you. My homegirl has a business and gender, yeah. you know, because I tried to keep it separate, but that just, that doesn't work. You have to establish some mm-hmm. type of relationship and then get them to your business page. So I just had to choose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at this point, I don't have the time to manage a business page a semi-business personal page and then a personal page where I get to just be me. My thing is get to know me in real life and then you'll know me like the me that's not online. <laughs> but as right now, social yeah. media is business. You know, and a lot of your, your a lot of your friends who have businesses, I think we have to start to we, we have to transition how we view our friends via social media. Especially if you mm-hmm. have business Friends. If your friends are trying to really do something and are a part of something, what they allow and what they're going to participate in online is going to shift, depending upon their industry. It just has to for them to be successful. And I think as a good friend, support them in that. You know what I'm saying? If you know that there's a certain type of thing that they are allowing and dealing with on their page, don't be that one where you got to go through and delete the page or you're afraid. You know what I'm saying? Because that type of thing will make it so they have to end up choosing. Because you can't be that one that folks keep getting questioned about why they posting that. Why they do, you know, that that becomes more high maintenance management for a friendship. And that shouldn't be when you see your friend really trying to do something. So. You just brought up another tip. Listen, if you are, especially if you are in a in certain insensitive areas or if you're a business owner of a certain kind, you have to be careful who tags you mm-hmm. uh, in their post. Mm-hmm. Because you can now because you can now you can set it up to where if they tag you and alert you and you have to give it permission to be on your page, but if you don't, yeah, do yep, that's the way to go. <laughs> but if you don't, mm-hmm. if you don't do that, people can tag you and stuff. And again, you got to think about your target, your target audience. And I have to, I have friends, you know people on my list who like for example who are um, the club promoters. And again, y'all, I don't have no issue with club, but if. If I if I come to my page and I see fifteen, you know, uh, your flyer got fifteen naked women on it. I'm not putting that on my page. Mhm. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just not. That's how I'm untag- deleting. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm untagging myself, and I'm going. And you're not going to put that on my page. So I think you just have to again. You have to guard it like that. So, um, yeah. All right, I'm done. Sorry, Kelly. I'm, I know I'm over time. <laughs> Music. Kelly, just, Kelly just told me. Kelly just told me to shut up on my own. On my no, own I did not. <laughs> <laughs> she hit you with the wrap it up. <laughs> I was just, I pulled your coattail. I would let yeah, the people know. Right. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> it's good. It's all good. It's fine. I'm not. I'm not. Bad. <laughs> 
No, see, she's saving us yeah. from Sicily. Fussing at us is what she's doing. I appreciate that, Kels. Good job. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, what's, are we going to have music? Or are we, what's, what's, yeah, we do. <laughs> we got it. We don't need no problems. <laughs> we don't need no problems. Right. All right. Uh, we, we got, uh, what's next? Um, I got, you know, I was, y'all want to hear something funny? So, I was looking, I'm like, oh, I can't play this. Uh, no, nah, I'm like, and I'm sure not going to play Chris Brown tonight. I know. Oh. Can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Can't do it. Can't do it. All right. So we're going to do, but, but, we're going to do something else. We're going to do, um, what are we going to do? Shoot. Oh, we're going to do fans. So we'll be all right. We'll be back. We're going to do uh, hey. fan connect when I want yes. to. And after this, we got, we got a hot topic after this. So uh, we'll be right back after this song. And then we're going to get into our hot topic. Campaign 
and maintain them. With it when I roll to be on my mind. He ain't know what I'm going through. I'm crying. With it when I want to. I know my family miss when I hug and kiss, even though I love. All right. That was the good old fan to connect, man, with when I want to. My jam right there. This next segment is going to be our hot topic, and it is brought to you by Elegance by Design, where healthy hair and skin is our priority, but a beautiful you is our specialty. Um, right now, we do have a super special going on for all of my design divas. If you are not a design diva, you need to go to Elegance by Design on Facebook, and that's Design with a Z, and click on the left-hand side where it says Become a Design Diva. Click it, send me your information so that you can get a part, you can be a part of the exclusive sale that I have running right now. So go and do that. But um, we're going to go ahead and get into our hot topic for this evening, which kind of follows up to the conversation that we had, um, I believe, a few weeks back, where we were discussing how we communicate with one another in our relationships. So when asked a question um, not long ago, but it is resurfaced here in the scoop, where he asked, do men struggle apologizing? And, and he says, in my experience, men apologize easier than women. And he asked us what our thoughts were. Well, <laughs> um, our thoughts were that men do often apologize more than women do, but it is often due to um, wanting to just move on with life as opposed to honestly, you know, honestly, sincerely feeling that they did something wrong that was worthy of an apology. Um, so this kind of, this particular topic kind of spun into a bigger situation, kind of the root, I feel, um, of the particular topic, which is how we can, we being people, can manipulate each other in relationships to get what we want. In this particular, this particular situation, I think we both do it. Um, women can manipulate a situation out of wanting to be right so that they can feel as though they won. Um, it's not always even a justifiable right. It is just that we like to be right. So we will cry, we'll get emotional, we will withhold, whether that be affection, conversation, sex, whatever the thing may be, we will re- we remove that from the normality of our situation so nobody's comfortable. That's that whole that mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy type of situation. Well, that end result will then cause the man to say, okay, forget it. I'm sorry. Can we move on now? She feels she's won because he's apologized. He feels in a way he's won because now we just get to go on with life. But there's really no resolution to the root cause, which is we have an issue. We need to talk about it. We need to come to some compromise so we can have a real resolution. This is just the Band-Aid. That type of situation is just the Band-Aid to these types of confrontations. So, um, and that's kind of what the men in the scoop had to say, because this man was, this, this topic I feel was geared towards 
opening this conversation. When is good for that? If you're not familiar with how he poses us in these bait questions, y'all should join the group so you'll know. But this is kind of what I felt. This one was kind of like, he gets us on the regular, y'all. Right. <laughs> we'll have good guys of topics, and he'll drop little hints throughout, and then at the end, he'll have us all feeling like we're terrible people and having to look at our whole lives and stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> so this was one of those that <laughs> caused us to peel back some layers and really start having those discussions. Um, Rashad mentions this kind of thing often um, when it comes to relationships, and it goes deeper than just apologizing. So um, I first want to go to Rashad and ask you, you know, what you thought about this particular situation. I know, you know, you've got some strong thoughts on it, but after we had some of the conversation, how did you end up, uh, what did you take away from the conversation? And what do you think, first of all, about the question? Um, First and foremost, I'm going to stay in the box of accountability. So I will say yes. I do think that it was a good question. And yes, I do think that men apologize often. I think men apologize uh, more. I think it's easier for us to apologize. Um, And I think that's due in part because, yes, we do mess up a lot. So, I mean, it's easy to apologize for something when you mess up. But at the same token, I also feel like, you know, as stated, a lot of the time we apologize just because we want to get away from the fray. Like, it's way easier to not have to put up with your woman being mad or having an attitude about something that genuinely in in man universe, honestly, we don't even care about. But, you know, you it's way easier to apologize than than verbalize that we genuinely didn't even care about that. And we just want to move on with life so that, you know, we can be cool with each other and blase, blase. So, yes, I think it is very easy for men to apologize. Um, I also think, though, uh, we do hit our wall at times to where, you know, we genuinely won't apologize even when it's needed. Um, and that's just because, you know, after a while you, you kind of hit a wall and you get tired of, um, always having to be the peacemaker. Um, I'm not going to say that women always think they're right, but there's a vast majority of times where, you know, even in being 100% wrong, women just won't apologize and not saying all women, cause I don't want to point the finger and be the bad guy. But there are women who are built in the mode of, I don't do anything wrong. And honestly, if you keep coaching yourself in that joke, you'll start believing it. And then it's no longer a joke. It's like really what you believe. And when you believe it, it moves. It works. When? what about you? Um, I, you know, I, I think I would have, I think traditionally men do apologize quicker. I do. Um, because I mean, basically everything Rashad just said, I mean, we, we would rather have peace. And I think, I think here's, here's the other part of it that I, that I had to think about as I, as I thought through this is sometimes for us, for us, quiet is peace because quiet lets us be cerebral and logical, whereas sometimes what I've learned is that talking is P. 
piece for you all, for some women, because that's how you connect, because it's emotional and it is, you know, and it's verbal. And so mm-hmm. if that's how you are built, as the type of way that you're built where you need to, to be, to emote in order to connect, then sometimes you have to do it. I think it comes down to, to tone sometimes, too, um, because you can say, you know, how you're feeling or, we, you know, or that you don't like something or you do like something in the wrong way, and it's still going to turn into an argument whether if you say it the right way, then it's not necessarily going to turn into or you have a less of a chance of it turning into an argument because of the way that you said it. So I think all of that has to kind of come into play in the what we're, you know, in the how you're, how you're dealing with one another. But, yes, in general, men do apologize quicker. We do. I also agree with that. In how we communicate and the lack of communication will often put us into a, a corner where we are lacking it, so we'll get it anyway, kind of like a kid. We, we need, you know, when you're lacking, you, any attention is good attention, and it doesn't always give us the best results <laughs> like at all. So, yeah, I, I, I feel you on that. Kels, what do you think, babe? In your experience, I know we go, we go back and forth. How do you feel? Do you has your experience been more with men apologizing? No, I'm just being honest because you know you you date. I don't date. I don't have any understanding. You're the lady on the panel with the inside scoop. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of on a fence because I do be, I do believe that men. They probably do apologize more because I feel like they just don't want to, like, I think Rashad, I think you said it, uh, or somebody mentioned it, that um, they do it for the the sake of, of argument. Mm-hmm. Um, now, but I, 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 will, I, will, I will admit, because I have a lot of male friends that are platonic friends, that uh, they probably would apologize before I would. So I guess I have to bite the bullet on that and say, yeah, maybe men do it more, but I mean, are they really sorry? Or are they just, are they just saying, mm-hmm. I've done, I've done talking mm-hmm. about it. So that's, yep. that's what makes me be on the fence about it. I think they give the less sincere um, apologies. Like if a, if a woman is apologizing, like, we probably crying. <laughs> we don't want to do it. Like it hurts. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. I was gonna say you, you better know. believe that bad boy is sincere because you, you took it all to get it out. <laughs> yeah, nine times out of ten, it is sincere and true because we gonna yep. try our best not to do it. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess I go ahead and give this one to the men. You know what? If we're talking about if we're talking about quantities. They win. All right, we gotta call. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness, whoever this person is that she's calling and hanging up. Would y'all please stop? <laughs> Somebody keeps calling her. Use your words. Right. Just, I was getting to you. It's the same person. But anyway, maybe they, um, maybe they don't mean the person <laughs> won. They probably right, mean the person won. Don't person won if you don't want. If you don't have a comment, that's fine. Um, but I was gonna say, what's actually funny is, so I, did I send you guys that? Um, I know I posted it. The Tony Robbins video yesterday. Did I send that to you guys? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, I, I'll send it to you. I'll post it on my page again. But it was actually, 
I'm not a huge Tony Robbins fan, so I'm just being honest. But he posted this video. He had this video about, like, uh, five rules for lasting relationships or something like that. And it was actually very good. Um, and, and I think one of the things that, that, that said that stuck out was that one of the ways that we can communicate that, that relationships are better is if we communicate always or if we receive always from um, the place of or the position that this person loves me and is never personally going to do anything to hurt me. And, mm-hmm. and so if I perceive it that way, what they said, even if they say something rude or, or mean or whatever, then they're not being rude or mean. He said he made the statement. He said if, if she says something to me that's rude or mean, then I take it as she's not rude or mean. She's afraid. So what do I need to do to address this fear? Um, if that you know, and what do I need to do to let her know that she doesn't have to be afraid? And I and I think just little changes like that because because somebody told me today. I'm in conversation, they said that, you know, I don't think that the discussions that I'm having are actually arguments, but he always does. And so when they said that, when they said that something just like clicked in my head, like, okay, obviously there's a disconnect in, in what you all are actually even saying, because if you're thinking that y'all are just talking and he thinks he's yelling and screaming, then y'all are never going to get anywhere because you're going to get louder and he's going to get quieter, which is actually what happened. What happened? What was mm-hmm. happening? Excuse me. And so I, it's um, just saying, okay, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, just you make a good, he made a good point by saying that sometimes we lash out in fear, but don't take that to heart for everything. Sometimes Correct. we're just right. pissed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. sometimes don't start right. trying to fix me and tell me that I'm all right. of a sudden afraid of something. Right. No, right now you have pissed right. me off and you finna hear this, yeah. and then we'll get through <laughs> the rest of it. So, you know, I just wanted to yeah. just put some reality in there. That wasn't for the bottom. Yeah. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. sometimes just let that emotion be natural and be understanding yeah. that she's mad, and that's what that is. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, well, every, yeah it's not always. No, you're right. It's not always. Sometimes you screw it up yeah. and you guys and sometimes when you know, you gotta take one for the thing. You gotta be like, Hey, you know what, yeah. you're right. I was wrong and, and but that leads to another thing is that is, you know, and I know this isn't necessarily part of the, the, the topic either, but if somebody does apologize, then you can't continue to beat them up for for what happened. At some point you've got to say mm-hmm. they they're done. I need to let this go, and this is men and women, because I know both male and females who are actually horrible at this, and I've actually, let's be clear, once it burns at times, it's not good at this either, um, that when the person apologizes to you and says, listen, I made a mistake, forgive me, that you got to actually forgive them. you got to do the work to forgive Mm -hmm. them, because if not, again, you're going to continue to beat them up for something, and your relationship is not going to last. At some point, the other person is just going to say, you know what? forget this, this isn't worth it, I've already apologized, I've already tried to make amends, and you steady want to beat me up for it, I'm good. But see, but sometimes you get people in that same respect, and I, I mean, I understand the advice, and I'm trying to apply it, but sometimes you get someone in a relationship, and they all, and they just do that because just a, still a form of control, in, in my opinion, to, to pacify, like to get you to shut up or 
You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to argue yeah. with you when this is something that, that I'm, if I'm passionate about and it's something that you're doing and I'm trying to let you know that this is upsetting me, saying I'm sorry and acting like nothing happened, you know, it's, it's not, it's not the way. It, that, yeah, that's mm-hmm. not the way. Sure. And that's not what I'm, so, yeah, you're right. I'm not referring to that. Yeah, but I'm I'm referring saying, but to, people, yeah, but you're right. But you're people right. will interpret that like that, like. Because they do it. They think that, oh, I'm being cool. I don't argue. I just, you know, I want to make you happy. But, no, you're just making me even more mad because mm-hmm. you're just saying it to to get on to not, to not have a confrontation. It's, it's yeah. very condescending yeah. at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, look, and I'm going to be honest, that's a part, just like we did, just like part of the question is, do women do women uh, try to manipulate it to be their right? Sometimes that's where our manipulation comes in. Is when we do that. Is Absolutely. we know is that that's where our that's as a male. That's how I can manipulate the conversation because I know, especially if I know that it's going to make you angrier. Then now I know I got you because I can just yeah. shut up and now you just going to make yourself look like a bigger fool and I'm just going to sit here and, and I'm going to end the whole thing by going, "Why are you so mad? I didn't do anything." Yeah. Oh, like, no. that's one of my favorites. Why you so mad? I get to make you, yeah, and that's not, and that's not cool. <laughs> but that's how we can do that. Mm-hmm. And I will say this, you know, honorary as I am, you know, I I use that as a uh, as a tool of defense. If I know the apology is what you need for solace, sometimes I won't give it, and it's just because you know, it it's the only tool of defense we have, you know. It's hard being a man in a fight with a woman. Y'all fight hard. Y'all fight real hard. So, you know, if all we have is our words and, you know, the way we use them, you better believe I'm using mine like a nine millimeter. Yeah. And I'll be using that. And that sucks too because at the end of the day, everybody just wants to be better to each other. You know, but that's our defense mechanism. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I go back to this. And often until we feel it, we don't get it. Go ahead, Kels. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just agreeing. I was just agreeing. I'm going to say, I think what what we also (laughs) have to remember is in the, and typically, because now these new school dudes, now these, you know, romper wearing uh, tight pants dudes, I'm not talking about them. But in most dudes, (laughs) the thong sandals (laughs) with the painted toenails, um, but most guys, (laughs) Actually, like I forgot. I don't say making fun of people. I'm sorry. If you look at me, it's like it's amazing. Went down that rabbit hole. Could get out. Just kicking. And it was a good point too. It was a real good point. <laughs> a real good point. <laughs> I think um, to wrap it up though, to 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 put a bow on this thing. <laughs> we could we could say that conversations like this are really birthed from one the need for us all to feel heard and to feel like we have been not only heard but understood and accepted. Like I get how you feel, I accept it, and I'm going to do my best to make us both comfortable in this thing. And sometimes we Preach. don't. And the sincer the sincerity of it is what I think. Um, is also one of the main things. How sincere are you in apologizing? How sincere do you feel she is in accepting 
the chain. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to be able to come to a genuine spot of, look, this is wrong. We have to fix this. Something is wrong. We both yeah. understand that something is wrong, and we need to come right. to an agreement so that we can be better together. Because we all right. have seen it, whether it be personal or from the outside looking in, what it looks like to be in a band-aided relationship, to be in a band-aided right. business partnership, you know, anything. So just as adults, we can't holler we grown if we can't have grown-up conversations and really have a disagreement, have conflict, but be able to resolve it in a way where we can still grow tomorrow. So, you know, I, I think we really have to take a step back and look at how we are communicating with each other in anything that we do. Um, that's how we have so much back and forth in our Facebook life, in our personal lives, when we have, the, you know, when we talk about our etiquette and tone and tact and the, 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 the way that we're being received, it's not always about how I feel about a thing. How did what I do make someone else feel? How did what I say, what? how did that come across to who I'm, who I'm talking to? Because what good does it do for you to say all this stuff and the people that you really want to hear it aren't hearing it because you're turning them off with how yep. you say it? Are they wrong yep. because they just don't get it? Or could there be some extra work that you could do to further communicate how you feel so they get it? Because other than that, you're just talking to yourself. And that's in relationships too. You know, you you you, you have to think about your audience all the time and what you want to do with you want to grow with this audience or is this the one and done? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sorry, repeat business is what makes you rich, not the one and done. And that's the same thing in relationships. <laughs> you know, when you come back and you can grow, you can build something and say, you know what? Last time we, this happened, we sat down, we came to an understanding, and look at us now. You know, as opposed to the time we didn't talk to each other really for three weeks because neither one of us could sit down at the table and really get it together without cussing and fussing and yelling and screaming and slamming stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's my boat. I'm good. Can I throw one, one more on this? Yeah, and, and I did it. That's what I was gonna say. I'm not gonna say. I, gonna, I wanna show that. And also, fellas, fellas, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna put it, fellas. Sometimes, even if it's uncomfortable, we gotta initiate the conversation that brings the reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Even if it ain't your fault, or especially if you are, if we are wrong, we gotta initiate it. Sometimes we gotta take a little heat, and we gotta say, okay, listen, let's move forward. All right, let's go ahead. We got next song. Our song, next song. So we got the fire starters up next, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So we got our fire starters up next. So I got to play mm-hmm. some fire starter, starter ish. Is that what I got? We got to do. <laughs> uh, so uh, she talking about communications to communication tonight. So I am actually kind of excited about that. Um, so before she comes on, uh, we're gonna hit you with a little B.J. McKenzie, a little born to. I see you got a bad report You were all alone No one that you support Asking God why me He has a purpose And a plan for you At your weakest moment He'll come and rescue you 
produce greatness. You will surpass it. You are going to win. You were built for this. You were born to win. You were born to win this war. It gives me goosebumps every doggone time. That last little last little minute of song we mm-hmm. go in. We go in. Uh-huh. Yes. You are on the wind. Mm. Yeah, Carry on. Yep, I got that. 
Yeah, he does. <laughs> what do you say? Yeah, right, go, 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 go. <laughs> yes, there you go. I wasn't gonna do it. I wasn't gonna do it. I heard that one. I'll be told y'all. I'll be told y'all. I know how to vocalize. I'm just behind it. I'm not with Al. You hit a run like a run. Now I say, hey, look here. I'm gonna drop an album one day. I'm gonna stop playing with y'all. I'm gonna go and drop the vocals. You know what I'm talking about? An album. An album. But the squad, my family, y'all be Lord. <laughs> I gotta keep up with all the lingo. You know, y'all young people, I can't keep up with y'all. What is up, squad? How are you doing tonight? Lord, Lord, Lord. Okay, firstly, let's give a Lord a praise. I'm I'm grateful for that last song. Um, you know, that I okay. just was able to come in on. Hey, come on here. Um, right. But I'm grateful for that, and I'm grateful for my voice, because, y'all, the enemy tried to ride me as my, my moneymaker over the past few days. I didn't know I was going to be able to do this passion talk real talk, but the Lord is as faithful as he is true, and he gave my voice back on yesterday just so I can be on Scoop Nation today to holler hey. at my people. Any good? Y'all better kind of step up in here. Listen, I don't play with my voice, okay? It is insurance on this. This is my maker. It's insurance on this mouth. I love y'all. So good to be with y'all tonight. For everyone out there in Scoop Nation, how y'all doing? This is Cicely Victoria, owner and founder of Passion International. My business street is to help train and equip people to find their voice of identity so they can stop people pleasing and be empowered, encourage confidence and communication. I'm a certified professional coach. I'm a counselor as well. I am the queen of empowerment, you guys. And I set people's lives on fire for a living, and that's why they call me the fire starter. Welcome to Passion Talk, where we give you practical tools for everyday living so you can press into your personal power. Listen, y'all understand how grateful I am for my voice today. Uh, that don't happen to me. Listen, but today, in the, in the spirit of voiceness, yes, I just made up that word, okay, you can coin it. In the spirit of voiceness, we are going to be talking a little bit about three ways to communicate without causing harm. This is a hot topic. Uh, for, oh, I don't want to use that language. You know, y'all hear hot topics, but, you know, this is a fire, okay? This is a fire topic, all right? <laughs> this is a fire. This is a fiery topic. Listen, I want you all to grasp tonight. I know that there was some, um, there was the feature about communication on last week, and so in the spirit of that, I just wanted to piggyback on it and to help to give you some more useful tools in regard to the communication um, space in which we can never get enough of. It is one of my beloved subjects um, to talk about, teach about, counsel about, coach about. So let's go for it on tonight. 
three ways to communicate without causing harm. Listen, everyone understands that communication is a vital necessity and component and importance in every relationship, but everyone, um, and I would even veer to say most people, don't know how to do it well. Okay, don't know how to do it well. And really, people need us to understand really the end goal in every uh, communication aspect. And, and for the sake of um, uh, definition, we're just going to use communication as translating a message, getting a message across. Um, really, um, after wanting to translate the message, you really want to get your your needs met. You really want to get what you want at the end of the day when it comes to communication. So I'm here to assist in ways in which you could do that and still preserve another individual. Listen, when we communicate, um, it should not be for the purpose of causing harm, okay, uh, but in still aiming to get the response that you want. There is a way to get what you want without having to slice and dice somebody up in your communication. There really is, okay? I know once upon a time, I know I can speak for myself in times past, I really didn't think, and probably many black women would agree with me, that there would be a way um, that you can actually get a point across without slicing and dicing one. But I am here to let you know that there is actually a way that that can be accomplished. And so you can, uh, you know, write this down in your notebook and go back and visit it later. I'm a counselor, you guys, as well. And so in counseling, we have a code of ethics that um, states that by any means possible, we are to press into preserving relationships, okay, and walking away from them unscathed, even in the time of conflict, okay. The purpose is to preserve a relationship. The end goal is to preserve a relationship. I really want you all to get that, okay, and walk away unscathed because sometimes when people don't know how to communicate well, they go into it for the purpose of destroying (laughs) <laughs> okay, demolishing an individual, all right, with their communication. And so that should not be the case. Now, listen, I was shocked when I learned about this code of ethics as a counselor because, you know, my cultural code of ethics taught me otherwise before I was uh, trained as a counselor. And my cultural code of ethics said, you know, if you fool me once, shame on you, but fool me twice, shame on me. And that is when, you know, I would affectionately be known as the queen of cutoffs, okay? The queen of the cutoffs. That was my affectionate name in times past. I mean, I will cut you <laughs> off in a lickety split minute. I don't care who you were, okay? I, you will cease to exist in my mind. I mean, I don't care. But family, mama, daddy, they know. It didn't matter. No, okay. <laughs> you would cease to exist, listen, if you ailed me, all right? But everyone knows, listen, I, I learned better, okay? I took counseling, got some myself, and I was healed, okay, from being queen of the cutoffs. And I praise God for his deliverance. Listen, but you need to understand that it is very unwise to make requests of people that you do not fulfill. That's the first Uh, rule of communication one-on-one. Do not make requests of people that you yourself do not fulfill, okay? So number one, let's go through this quickly. In order to communicate without causing harm, you want to measure up a person you're sharing the message with. We already said communication is for the purpose of translating a message. So firstly, you want to measure up the person that you're sharing the message with, meaning what? You don't communicate with everyone the same type of way. Okay, with the same type of tone, the same type of tenor, because all people are different. 
right? So you want to consider the temperament of the individual. I love how Winfrey, he um, featured um, somewhere on social media recently about, you know, you need to know a person well enough to pick up on what's going on with them, even if you see a picture of them and they look kind of off. You can tell that something's wrong with them just by a picture. That just blessed my socks off, okay? Because that talks about how you're discerning. We talked about that before, to know an individual closely. you got to know their personality. you got to know how they're wired. you got to know their triggers. When you spend time with people, you know this. I want you to think about children, for example. If you have more than one child, a lot of times I hear parents say that um, they don't deal with every child in the same way. They don't have to, okay? Every, there are some children that you have to whoop. Okay, the the white people call. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't say that. Oh, uh, they call it whipping. Uh, okay, uh, uh, we might call it beating. Okay, There's, it's, it might you know some some kids you might have to lay hands on, and then another you might just have to give a look, right? You know they look and they understand, and another you might have to give a talking to, okay? Why? Because all of your children are distinctive, and depending on their temperament and personality, your approach to your communication with them should be different as well. So you can talk to some, and you can punish some. So please, for the number one, study the person enough to know what package will be readily received by them, regardless of what's comfortable to you. Typically, we go into communication doing what's comfortable to us. And we don't consider actually the the point is to get the message across to the other person, not to confirm it within yourself. So please consider, okay, who it is that you're talking to before you want to translate a message. It's going to come across a lot better, I promise you. Okay, for example, um, take me for instance. Those who know me really well know not to present an argument of defense to me without suitable evidence, okay? Because I'm an intellect, all right, and I am very, like, factual, case and point, like, evidence type of individual, okay, because I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to come off to you all, like, you know, ratchet hand or whatever, emotional, and I don't have any backing for what it is that I'm saying, and I don't like people to approach me like that. Once you get some evidence, okay, facts, case in point, then we can talk. Otherwise, you need to go back, all right, and don't come with me with emotions talking about, well, I know you did something. I just can't give you an example right now, you know what I'm saying, for what you did. No, no, that ain't going to work, <laughs> okay? I need you to come with an example. So please, you have to know how to do that with people successfully, okay? Um, um, so there is less emotion involved when you do that, and you can have a much more productive conversation. You need to consider time, tone, and the location, people, when you are trying to communicate without causing harm. Consider the time, the tone, and the location. Listen, for women in general, it's not good to try to turn up on us, all right, during that special time of month, okay? Because more than likely, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to lose that battle, all right, coming in the door, all right? <laughs> because we got an extra, you know, strength and a reservoir that we're tapping into that you know not of. So please, all right, at a special time of one, you want to be as gingerly as possible when wanting to present some information to a woman, all right? Put that in your back pocket. And let's talk about our men. For our men, you definitely do not want to front on that king in public, right? You don't want to do the dummy, okay, in front on him in public, in front of his friends, in front of a crowd, in front of anything like that. No, no, no. 
no, no, in front of his family. Oh, especially not. Do not front on him in public. Please take your private matter to the private chambers, okay, and talk to your <laughs> king. Now, you probably don't want to have a, you know, worthy conversation with him during a game either, right? That's, you know, should be obvious by now, but some people still don't get it. Don't try to have, you know what I'm saying, I got to talk to you now. And it's the, you know, game six, game seven of the championship, you know, go Warriors. But anyway, um, you know, so, you know, you can't, you can't do that, okay? So please, 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 just know you men, know you women, know the person that you're talking to, you know, and uh, approach them from that standpoint. When you're, we learned the whole principle before, I'm going to run through it quickly. Halt. When you halt means stop, right? So when you're hungry, angry, lonely, tired, all right, probably not the best time to be conversing, okay, having any important conversation. Listen, the only kind of people that won't honor this are selfish, they're prideful, they're bitter, they're haughty, they're conceited. All right, I said it. Yes, I did. If you are not going to be willing to honor this principle of considering a person that you are communicating a message to, you are all of those things that I just mentioned. Now, number two. When you want to communicate without causing harm, you want to lead with kindness. Lead with kindness, okay? How do you do that, Firestarter? You start by sharing what is going well. Compliment the individual. If you know it's going to be a challenging conversation, please put some sugar on it. Winifred learned that before, right? He took that and he put that in his back pocket, and he learned how to put sugar on words. He needs to affirm individuals. He needs to validate them. Yes, you need to stroke an ego. Yes, I said it. Stroke that ego. Stroke it, okay? Please. If you know how to stroke an ego properly, it will benefit you, okay? Ain't no shame in it, you, especially for a man. Come on here. Queens, you don't know how to get what you want sometimes because you don't know how to stroke the ego properly. Yes, I said it, okay? And I'm going to keep on going. Listen, okay? You need oh, to know wait. how to... Soften a blow, okay? Most people are unforgiving, so you must master how to do this. You must master how to lead with kindness because most people are very unforgiving. To soften a blow, this is how you do this. When something is misunderstood, you lead with a question. Lead with the question to soften the blow. Don't exclaim. Don't lead with an exclamation like a directive, like a statement, like a, with an exclamation point. You inquire. Put a question mark on that thing. Okay, when you exclaim, it's very attacking in nature. It's one-sided. It's emotional. But when you ask a question, you demonstrate your humility to not have it all figured out, right, on your own. It includes the person that you care about to get their feedback, and then it becomes a partnership. It becomes a collaboration collaboration and not a competition. When you ask a question, encourage conversation, not accusation. No one likes to feel attacked and no one likes to feel like they're backed into a corner. What they say about dogs backed into a corner, they will bite. Hello. Okay, so in all communication, please consider your intention and motive. Mm, I wish I had time to spend time on that. Please consider your intention and motive, especially if it's going to be a challenging conversation. If it's not for love and it's not to preserve, preserve the other person in the end, please sit your happy tail down. Go back, sit, and plan again because, listen, reason everything doesn't have to be shared or verbalized either. Understand that and consider if it's serious enough to even be necessary to constitute a conversation. And the last principle. When you want to communicate without causing harm, you need to be flexible with the response. 
you need to be flexible with their response, okay? You cannot mandate a certain response from an individual because you can't control anyone else except yourself. So listen, remember, your job is to only communicate what happens on the other side is rightfully left up to them. We talked about that before. Do not be demanding the response you want, but allow for more clarity, more openness, and more awareness. Consider that a person's shoes, consider that person's shoes and what they may be going through to even need this communication. That's compassion, practicing compassion. And come with a solution mindset, okay? Come with a solution mindset to consider both parties in humility to communicate how you could contribute to the breakdown. And I promise you people will be more willing to listen to you listen, especially type A personalities and choleric personalities like myself. Please come with a solution. Don't just come complaining, you know what I'm saying, you got issues. We all got issues. But can you help me as to how we can solve this? Okay, because I'm a bottom line person. I just like to get to the finish, okay? let's. Let, let, can we get to the point? Okay, and so the final thoughts, all right, of this in communication. Remember, it's a dance. Communication is a dance of partnership. Don't step on your partner's toes. Please enter selflessly in communication. If you want to hook a certain fish, you have to use the right bait. And if you master communication, whether verbally, nonverbally, electronically, social media, I know y'all were talking about that tonight, you can master majority of relational issues when you master the art and dance of communication. Drop the mic. I'm done. Oh, wow. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's a good word. Well, you, Anybody got questions, questions, comments, concerns. Good word. Questions, comments, concerns. If not, let's mm-hmm. get them in quick, if any. If not, listen. I know I know y'all chewing. I want y'all to say live. I know I said a lot in a whole little bit of, of time. I pray you wrote in uh, Hebrew in tongues. I pray you wrote in tongues so you can go back and, you know what I'm saying, translate it later. Go ahead and meditate on that thing. It's, it's good stuff, good for your nourishment. Chew it, chew it, and chew it again. Chew it, chew it, chew it again. Okay, listen, this is Cicely Victoria, owner founder of Passion International. I'm the queen of empowerment. You guys, I set people's lives on fire for a living. That's why they call me the fire starter. You've been a part of Passion Talk. We've just given you practical tools for everyday living so you can press into your personal power. Reach out to me personally if you need to, firestarterpassion at gmail.com. I love you to life, all right, and I want you to stay in purpose, stay in power, stay in passion, and stay on fire. I love you, school. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was good. All right, we got five minutes, so go ahead. Let's knock out the uh, six minutes. Knock out these final thoughts, uh, Cuzzo. I'll let you kick it off. Well, um, I can't wait for football season. I know it's kind of pretty early, but I just can't wait for football season. Um, College football and. Uh, yeah, college, of course. Uh, and tampering on that, uh, Poncho, if you're listening, I'm standing with you, not just because I'm hating on my bears, but because, you know, I, I really don't like that. That wasn't a good move, and I don't like that the NFL really is blackballing that man. And he did stand for us, and we stand for more than that. So we should blackball the NFL. So if you listen, blackball the NFL. Ray Chan is down with it. What's up? Kel? Like always, I had a very good time. Uh, thankful for the communication tips. 
things that we needed to be reminded yeah, of. Good. And I thought it it flowed well with our communication topic about apologizing mm-hmm. and with the communication mm-hmm. on um, social media. So, you know, very, very good show. And uh, you guys have a very, very happy and productive week. I wish you a happy Father's Day to the fathers. Yes, happy Father's Day. Yes. All right. Uh, you Um, I want everyone to have a super awesome remainder of their week. I am going to use my closing thoughts in super love and birthday wishes to my bestie. She is a bestie of the scoop. Um, our very yeah. own Kelly Kell. Her birthday is tomorrow, and I just want to send mm-hmm. birthday love to her from the Scoop Nation squad. Happy birthday, boo, and I love you. That's all. Have a great day, and send my girl some love tomorrow. Kelly Kell on Facebook. She accepts public happy birthday, so send her some love. <laughs> Definitely. Happy birthday, Kelly Kell. Mm-hmm. All right, first I of all, I think about it. You better send my girl a happy <laughs> birthday. I'm going to fight you. <laughs> Let me first start by saying I appreciate you guys. As always, you guys are amazing. I appreciate you guys uh, rolling with me. So uh, thank you to all of the listeners. Um, I appreciate you. Um, Cicely Victoria, you're the bomb girl. I appreciate you. Uh, that was a really good segment tonight. Um, so I just want to also want to give a shout-out to the Scoop Nation. Um, you all are some of the most comedic people I've ever seen in my life. But you guys are, 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 are the truth, and so we appreciate you guys as well. Um, make sure you guys, if you guys, if you don't know, we are in the middle of doing our R and R, so our which is our refresh and excuse me, our refresh and uh, re- I'll stop. Um, so Kelly, they talk on how to refresh your finances. So we got Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We still got um, tomorrow is. Uh, uh, is Ebony with Refresh Your Mind. Thursday is Leah with Refresh Your Relationships. And Friday um, is Magnolia Hood with Refresh Your um, Refresh Your Spirituality. So you guys still have a chance to, uh, it's a one hour, t- one hour from 6 to 7 o'clock Central Standard Time, p.m., 6 to 7 p.m. It's just a one-hour call where we give you some information, we give you some resources, we open it up for Q&A. So if you still want to join, you can. All you had to do was call in. It's called into our uh, conference line number, um, and and listen. Um, so other than that, we got uh, what else we got going on tomorrow. We still have the word on Wednesday with Pastor Burns, um, and then Thursday is still the Queen conversation. Um, and then other than that, y'all listen again. Let's make sure we have a good week. Big salute to all to every last father out there. You all, uh, again, I made a post today where I said, listen, it's not very often where, um, no, it is. I, I, I said it I said it about something else, but I'll say for this, for the show, listen, men, we are, we are needed. And so for every man who is standing strong for his family, who is um, doing the best that he can to raise his children and to honor his commitment to his children and to be a great father, um, you are appreciated, you are necessary, you are needed, even when we don't necessarily know what the heck we're doing. The simple fact that we are present means more than we can ever imagine. So I want to encourage every man to continue to be a good father. And listen, if you're a man and you're trying to be a good father, keep calling, keep writing, keep emailing, keep texting, keep doing it. And I can, and I can promise you at some point, 
it will break for your good. Um, our kids need us. Our kids want us. Our kids desire us. And so I want you uh, to stand there with your family and do the best that you can. So I appreciate every father out there, and I hope you have a good weekend. Um, I hope you, you know, you get something better than a tie. You know what I mean? But, you know, again, but know that you are so valuable to our community, and we need you. So with that being said, I hope you guys have a really good week, uh, rest of your week. Join us again tomorrow and the rest of the week from 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time for the R&R Seminar. Again, we've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then we're done. It's free. doesn't cost you anything. And then please also, when you see our posts on social media, please share them and share the show with other people so we can continue to grow. And as always, if you guys have questions or comments, make sure you let us know. So, all right, y'all, y'all have a good night. We'll talk to you guys later. Uh, and we'll be back next Tuesday with the show. I'm trying to keep the love, Thank uh-huh.